Let's take you back to September 18, 1930 at Sportsman's Park in St. Louis where the Yankees are trailing the St. Louis Browns in the seventh inning. What happened next made sports history and we're going to remember it in this episode right after this. Welcome to another Sports Jersey Dispatch, Roars of the Crowd. Those moments when we stood up and cheer as fans. One of a sports fan's favorite sounds is when a participant in an athletic event does something spectacular and impacts history, the game, or both, and makes an instant memory. We try and capture these on a daily basis to preserve sports history, saving those sports memories one day at a time. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We're going to take you into this episode of the Roar of the Crowd back to September 18th, 1930 at Sportsman's Park in St. Louis, Missouri. The New York Yankees had traveled to the Midwest to play the St. Louis Browns Baseball Club. The Yankees roster, as always, was brimming with talent, but yet they were trailing the Philadelphia Athletics in the standings by double-digit games. The star-studded Yankees lineup included Hall of Fame players like Bay Ruth, Earl Combs, Lou Gehrig, and Lefty Gomez, among others. Another of these Yanks would uh, someday end up in Cooperstown was pitcher Charles Red Ruffing. Ruffing was an Illinois native, sported the name Red due to his vibrant auburn hair color, and he was originally contracted by the Boston Red Sox organization and became that club's top pitcher. Known as an inning eater, and one of the poorest times in Boston Red Sox history, when I mean poor, they didn't have a lot of wins and they didn't have a lot of money, while the franchise soon made a deal with their American League rivals, the New York Yankees. The Sox traded a 25-year-old roughing to the Yankees for a backup outfielder named Cedric Durst, plus $50,000, along with an alleged additional $50,000 loan from Yankees owner Jacob Rupert. The New York Times offered little space for the trade story, describing Ruffing as a, quote, in and outer, unquote. This move to the Big Apple, though, changed the trajectory of Ruffing's career. Now, a Sabre.org post says this, quote, The turnaround in his fortunes began the first time he took the mound for New York, when Babe Ruth slammed a first-inning home run, and Ruffing gave up six runs to the Tigers, but knocked in the deciding runs himself with a single and two RBIs. Late in the season, he won six straight decisions and sealed his place on the team with a two-hit shutout over the pennant-bound Philadelphia Athletics in September. End quote. This just showed, you know, that Ruffing was just not only a great pitcher, but great from the batter's box as well. It was during the September run that the Yankees traveled to play the Browns, and Red Ruffing only made it to the seventh inning as the Browns scored five runs off his pitching. However, before he left the game, Ruffing hit two home runs. One of them helped defeat the St. Louis Browns 7-6 in that seventh inning. And the crowd in St. Louis, I'm sure, was not roaring with excitement. But back in New York, the folks were listening to the game on the radios. And those reading it in the newspaper clippings the next morning were reacting with enthusiasm nonetheless. Now, he finished a 1930 season with a 15-5 record, did roughing for the Yankees, and a 4.14 ERA was better than average in the year of the hitter. That same season, roughing batted a career-high 364 with four home runs, two coming in the game we talked about today, and the crowd roared. And that is the story of Red Ruffing, September 18th in St. Louis. Hope you enjoyed this little bit of sports history that we had in a little bit different format. We'll try to do this more often as we enjoy those roars of the crowd through history, through sports history, with uh, some great names and great players and great events. 
Till tomorrow, everybody. Have a great Sports History Day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout. He's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.